Now introducing the host. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine we did some shit like that. Alright. Hello everyone and welcome to the Vintage Horror Podcast, where we talk about all of the horrors, not just the vintage kind. I'm your host, Kyle, and with me today I have Mark. Hey, what's going on? And Rob. Glad to be here. So today we will be talking about April Fool's Day from 1986. But first, let's crack a cold and open with the boys. Alright, so boys, it's been a couple weeks since we've recorded. Uh, what's up, Mark? Crack one. Uh, I, I don't think I've done anything in the past, uh, what has it been, two weeks we've recorded? Or a week and a half? Something like that? It's been like two weeks. I'm trying to think if we went anywhere, did anything... Did we go to New York? <laughs> I don't know. Was that like a while ago? A long time ago? <laughs> Where I'm fucked up. Um, with the Johnny's for Money in the Bank, that was about it, I Hell think. yeah, Money Other in the Bank. Other than work and bullshit like that, I didn't really get into anything. I'm trying to remember, but I can't. I don't think I did anything. You almost went to that golf event. Almost. Almost. Almost in Long Island, yeah. The PGA Championship. But I didn't go. What's up with you, Rob? I ain't got nothing going on with <laughs> yeah, my life. Yeah, Rob. So I'm, I'm dumb bitch. Two weeks. <laughs> Literally done nothing. Work. I don't want to say it was like a, a crazy week, but obviously a lot of big things actually did happen. So first of all, I want to give a shout out to my brother Ray and my brother Dan. They're pursuing their careers. I'm very happy for them. They're out there doing big things in the world. I'm very proud of them. Always proud of them. But they, uh, they work real hard to get where they are. So my one brother had to leave for his job. I won't see him for a little while. But um, I'm happy to know that he's happy doing what he's doing. Uh, aside of that, had one of those TV phenomenons this past week. I know you guys don't watch Game of Thrones, but it came to a conclusion. Much to the dismay of many fans, it's quite a controversy out there. I'm not going to comment too much on it. Just say that it was It's pretty... I'm, I'm kind of both a little sad that it's over, but I'm also glad that it's done. Like, I was ready. Not a slave to it anymore. I was okay. But that's one of the few shows in the history of my life that I have never missed a single episode when it when it came out. Like live? Live. I've seen every episode live. So that's something I'm really proud of. I like nearly died one night trying to race home from traffic because I didn't want to miss it. A little absurd, but we all do things for love, right? Uh, aside from that, um, a little side note. This past week on Instagram, I was noticing that Mark Hamill was posting some stuff about Child's Play. Okay. Uh, and their new advertising campaign uh, they are slowly but surely uh it's a, maybe it's an unofficial viral marketing campaign they're murdering toy story characters yeah that was a, like they did that with woody like i don't know over a month ago maybe right and then this most recent one had slinky being roasted over a fire so obviously uh they come out the same day right 
I think so. I think so too. So they are, yeah, they're on. The, yeah, a couple people were saying they released on the same day. So I, honestly, that's that's pretty funny. And like somebody said that they put the Toy Story poster up in the movie theater, and like the Woody one, and the Child's Play copied the exact tone and color of the poster. And made sure it went up right next to it, showing Woody dead. And I was like, man, that's poor thing about the poor little kid walking there. Oh my God, Mom! Look, it's Toy Mommy. But you know, yeah. So that's about it. I'm actually kind of. Hype for Child's Play. I want to see it. I'm trying not to get too hyped because I know I'm going to get let down. But you know how it is. Aside from that, I'm happy to be here. How about you, Kyle? What's up? How's the host of the most? I'm all right. Been working. You know, I was on call last week. That's why we didn't record. Mm -hmm. About to be on call again this upcoming weekend for Memorial Day. So that's great. I know when we last recorded, the day we recorded, or the day before, Andrew had his baby and went and saw his baby in the hospital. It's yeah. a cute baby. Some kind of, and he's seemingly a great father, so uh, <laughs> shout out to Andrew. Love him. Was that the first baby you've ever held? First baby I ever held, and when I went to go hold it, he's like, be careful, because if you don't support the neck, it'll fall back and snap. And I'm like, great, now I don't want to hold your baby, because I'm probably going to kill it, so it's not good. Um, but I don't think anything exciting has happened with us. No, played some Fortnite. Been grinding Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, White Castle opened by my house. Fuck yeah, squad. And I went four <laughs> times in one week, so that's pretty good. The wait times were like fucking half hour so that's pretty good besides that nothing interesting but uh, i guess our topic for today is going to be uh if we could go back in time at any point and see a movie that we missed in theaters whether it's before we were born or even after what would it be okay so if i had to go back in time now you're saying to the exact day it came out the exact year, like going. Yeah, back like time. when it when it fucking came out. Go back. Are in we time. talking like the night of the release? It doesn't matter when it was in theaters. Back <laughs> when it was fucking in theaters. If you could go back in time and watch a fucking movie in theaters, I don't know. <laughs> uh, horror movies. Uh, yes, I would. I would like to say it's horror movies. Yeah, but we're doing a horror podcast. Please do not pick Star Wars. <laughs> it's actually a three way tie. That would actually be a good. A th- one. I didn't even think about that. It's a three way tie. That was what I thought he was going to pick. Why um, would I pick Star Wars in a horror movie? Because it's your favorite movie of all time. Yeah, but he said specifically horror movie. You just asked us if that's what we meant, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Rob, I don't know if you're on weed or not, but keep it to a Okay, <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> I don't know. So I have a three-way tie. Okay, so I thought it was two, so it's three. That's good. Yeah, because then I remember there's a third. Okay. So If you say Jaws 2, I'm going to smack the shit out of you. <laughs> Please do not say that. <laughs> I was going to say Jaws 3D, but whatever. Um, no, it's Halloween 1, the original. Alien and The Thing. All pretty good choices. Yeah, Halloween obviously was the pretty much the progenitor of the 80s slasher films or the modern slasher genres that we know them. It was really, depending on, you know, whichever film you want to make that, at least in my opinion, I just think it's just one of those iconic films and I wish I could be there and see people's genuine reactions to it and have a genuine reaction to it in that time. Same thing with Alien. Alien, that movie... I feel like in theaters live would scare the Christ out of an entire room. And it was pretty groundbreaking for the time. And the thing, I mean, all you have to do folks is listen to our thing review and 
that thing's that's pretty the thing is pretty self-explanatory as to why I would wish I could be there even though we know that it got a lukewarm reception upon release um I think that's an overstatement people pretty, shit on that yeah the, it was about as cold as the reception as the setting of the film mm-hmm. but uh I would I just feel like maybe part of me wants to go back in time and figure out why people didn't like it so much maybe I can get a better feel for what audiences were expecting and what they walked away with I don't know one of those many questions to ask but I just can't those three movies stand as kind of hallmark moments in, in early horror or 80s horror for me Plus 70s, if you consider. Yeah, I was going to say Halloween 78, 70s. so if you please stop disrespecting Halloween like that. That'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to interrupt him, so, but I was going to say that when he said 80s. <laughs> well, the reason I say that is because like, even though it came out in 78, you're looking at like a lot of the films after that that progress into the 80s try to either be Halloween or are inspired in some way by what Halloween started doing. So that's kind of what I meant by it's a progenitor for what became 80s slasher horror. For sure. That's all you have? I mean, I mean, no, I just didn't know if you were going deeper or if it was Mark's turn or no, I think, uh, I think I cheated. I picked three films. I'm good. That's not cheating. So, uh, I'm I asked really... you a question. You answered. <laughs> I'm really interested to hear what Mark it's has cheating. to say. Well, now that I think about it, I, I had one me as soon as you asked this before the podcast, uh, obviously Halloween popped in my head because mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Right. But then I like <clears throat> the exorcist from 73. I would like to see because of, how the people in the theater probably reacted and probably like thought it was the scariest movie ever. Is it? There was like, I don't know if it was just rumors or I heard people like were passing out during that. Movie. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I've, yeah. I've read stories about that. And I, even the guy I work with has never finished it still. And he's like 58 years old and he's scared of it. My, my mom, went, <laughs> so. my mom went to go see it in theaters and she even said when she saw it live, she was like sick to her stomach watching it. And like people were not, people were freaking out in the theaters. Yeah, so that I would want to see, like Halloween for sure. Like, there's so many now that I think about it. Like, Rear Window from '54 or '55, whenever that came out. Yeah, that's like a thriller mystery movie. But yeah, because um, I remember reading stories about Halloween when that came out, and like, or when they did it with test audience, they weren't really scared of it until they added the, the music. music in. Right. Yeah, so I don't know how mm-hmm. true that is. Even Halloween Two, I would want to see in theaters too. You're just gonna pick every movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I could literally pick like 30 movies now to think about it. Um, if you had to limit it to like one or two, it would be probably Halloween and Rear Window. Halloween and Rear Window. Yeah. What about you, Kyle? So the reason I thought about unless this, you want me to pick more movies, no, okay. I don't at all. Not <laughs> even a little bit. <laughs> you already picked 18, I think. Can I add one more? If you want. No, I'm fucking with you. Oh, go, okay. go, go ahead. So the reason I thought about this is. Um, during in October, me and Sam went and saw Halloween in theaters. Well, it was like, a, but the thing is, it wasn't like an AMC. No, kind I know. Of I remember you talking. I know it was a small theater. Yeah, and so I kind of wish, like, I, I I saw it because I wanted to experience that with a crowd, a group of people, to see what it was kind of like. I mean, it's not the same as back in the day, but it's as close as you could get because it was a small theater, projector, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, that guy who was like two seats away from me kept being like. <laughs> Oh, this is boring for how boring this is. And I wanted to body slam him, but, <laughs> but so, it, I, so Halloween's not on my list anymore. Cause I kind of experienced that already. So but if does, I could, does that really count though? No, it doesn't. But at the same time, I, I, I kind of already experienced it. I, I kind of got the feel. Well, if that guy wasn't there, would have made your experience better? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
Except some people were also laughing at parts that weren't really funny. And I'm like, this isn't a funny movie. Stop fucking laughing. <laughs> this is a good movie. Why the fuck did you pay money to come here at night and watch this and <laughs> at laugh? At midnight, right? Didn't you go see it at midnight? It was like, yeah, something like that, like at midnight. Um, but so I th- I was thinking about it. And definitely, I have I have at least two. Um, definitely Friday the 13th 3D is up there. I know. I know. You're going to tell me I fucking Dude, hate, I fucking think that hate movie this sucks. Movie, and but you th- fucking now you want to go see it in 3D? But, R.I.P. Fox. But think about, think <laughs> you about know what Shelly's a lawyer. He's gonna fucking sue your fucking ass. Think about that movie and how novelty that probably was, and how fucking crazy like the three D glasses and people were probably holy shit, this is fucking eyeball, dude. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> oh my god! And I wish I was one of those people. No, I love that movie and I've loved it since I was a kid. So because yeah. I watch it now, can at I pick home. that movie too? If you want, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Throw it in there. I watched that movie at home all the time with the three D glasses and. It, I honestly think I like it better in 3D, even though it hurts my head. With the red and blue 3D? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's cool as fuck, though. It's hard to see any colors besides those, but it's pretty cool. And I think besides that, probably Fright Night. I'm actually surprised you didn't say Scream, because I don't think you've seen that in theaters, right? No. Uh, but I don't think that would change anything for me. I'm saying, like... The, I, pe- the people running around ghost masks, ghost face I, masks. I think that was that was just stab. the movie. That was for stab. Oh, that wasn't okay. for scream. Oh, so. my bad. <laughs> I, I don't but I don't know because I tried to keep it like early too, like because I tried to keep it for me before I was born. Because I, I don't want to say I had the opportunity, but I could have had the opportunity to see scream. Your mom, my, yeah, your mom. Not, it, you. Yeah, it's her fault for fucking skipping out. Thanks a lot, mom. Appreciate that. I don't think she was gonna take her five year old son to see scream. She took me to see scary movie. So did my mom. And a dick went through fucking Ray's yeah. ears. But then so. again, I saw Scream 2 and Scream 3 in theaters, so. Uh, I don't know if I saw either of those in theaters. But, so that, I don't know. But definitely Fright Night, because, I mean, that's one of those movies where I don't think I've ever heard anybody say anything bad about it. It's, I don't want to say it's a quintessential horror movie for the 80s, but it's definitely one of the best, I think. Yeah, the first time I ever saw Fright Night, I fell in love with it. Yeah, I, I love that fucking movie. Spoiler alert. So I guess we can never review that one. Nope, we can't. Not ever. Not even you if know, you choose it or I don't if, if I choose it. I don't know if Rob's tonight. ever seen it though. Have you ever seen Fright Night? No. Just saying, if I pick it tonight, today for our next episode, I would love to I, watch. It. I love that movie. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess I can't pick I it now, so re- I got to change it up. That's I all. like the remake too. So. So yeah, that, that probably Fright Night, and but I th- originally when I was thinking about it, I didn't even think of Friday Thirteenth Three D. That actually came way later. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I totally want to see that. That was a movement. Yeah, there's so many movies I could probably pick now. To yeah, think about it. Like, no, for sure. Horror movies from the 80s and 70s. And I, we both love 80s horror movies. Yeah. Especially slashers, so. Yeah, and I think those are probably the best to see in theaters. because Like of, Dawn of the Dead too. I would love to see that. I, don't, I probably would have fell asleep. Don't, don't give me that look. Dawn of the Dead is fucking... As good of a movie it is, it's fucking a but, slow burn, and I will sleep... To, don't even get me started on Day of the Dead. I'll fucking fall asleep right now like talking it. about it. I love it, but I'll fall asleep <laughs> talking about it. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. I don't know. Yeah, there's... I could just keep going on and on and on. <laughs> and it kind of sucks that like the cinema movie theater going experience isn't the same anymore. Everything's so big budget and people are so jaded and accustomed to horror movies. I don't know. It doesn't get the same feeling anymore. People aren't fucking screaming in theaters. 
I honestly hate when people talk in the movie theater, do anything in the movie theater, so. I still don't understand when I saw us, the guy was like looking at his fucking phone at a map. I don't know what he, I still to this day don't know what he was tracking. Maybe he's he's trying to find out the setting of the movie. It was like 15 minutes of his his phone was just out looking at a map. Maybe he's looking for Uber. So let me get the fuck out of this theater before they get me. He said he loved the movie, so I was like, I don't know what, why, how could you love it if you're watching a fucking map the whole time? So yeah, that's pretty much that. I just, you know, it was, I was just a little curious. That's all. Fine. All right, let's move on to the main event. Tonight we're going to review April Fool's Day from 1986. It was rated R, had a runtime of an hour and 29 minutes. On IMDb, they have it as a 6.2 out of 10. There's an estimated budget of $5 million, and it grossed in the U.S. 12.9 million dollars which is pretty fucking good yep also directed by fred walton who directed uh when a stranger's call yes or when a stranger's call why do i keep adding an s to that i don't know when a stranger calls a stranger call i keep adding it no, no. <laughs> they better change the movie title now because i can't say it um but i'm a bad host and i didn't <clears throat> do my due diligence so i'll let mark take over from here with the cast there's a lot uh, the cast is pretty large i guess i the main cast is there's eight or nine people, right? That you would consider main cast. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, so a lot of them honestly like didn't do too much. Like the girl that plays Muffy, Muffin, yes, Muffy, Muffy, um, De- Deborah Foreman. She was um, she wasn't in. I don't think anything else. But I know she in this movie, like, well, she was in stuff, but nothing like too notable that I that stood out for me, I should say. Right. But I know, like, um, in this movie, she uh, she auditioned for the role, didn't get the part, and then she like begged them to like re audition her, and then they blew her away, and they're like, all right, you can do it. And then the next, there's another person, Deborah Goodrich, Goodrich is also in this movie, which I don't think she's been in anything either, like notable. Which one is she? Oh, is she Nikki. Nikki, yeah, yeah. Ken Olant. He's um plays Rob. He's in summer school. He's also in Leprechaun. Yes. I don't know if you've ever seen Leprechaun, Rob or Kyle. I don't know why you're asking me that. Uh Griffin O'Neill, who's just the fucking <laughs> he's the guy who plays Skip, who's like a real life mess. He killed that person on a boat. Yeah, Francis Ford Coppola's son. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. And then he like yeah, he's got so many different charges if you look him up, like I think his stepmom was like Farrah Fawcett too. Yeah. Spoiler alert, but like in this movie, somebody gets hit by a boat because of him and then he hit someone with a boat like a year later in real life. Not, I don't think it was a year later. It was like right when this movie got done filming. Really? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was very close. Oh. Uh, I thought it was a year later. Giancarlo Coppola. Uh, the guy that plays Chaz Cl- uh, Clayton Rohner, uh, he was in Just One of the Guys and Human Centipede 3. Someone else is in Just One of the Guys too and I don't remember wh- which girl it was. If I, I think, was it Nan? I don't know. I wrote it down, but I didn't save it on my computer when I did this. Uh, Amy Steele, obviously, from Friday the 13th, part two. Yeah. And three. Yeah. Okay. It's a cameo. It's, and then four. Yeah. You're so stupid. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> and then our guy, Thomas F. Wilson from Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Camp Nowhere. Yeah. I know you guys never seen that. No. But he's also on that show, Legends of Tomorrow. It's a... Arrowverse show yeah. on WB or CW. He's also in Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, okay. 
So I beat you to it, dude. What do you want me to say? <laughs> Freaks and That's, geeks. He was also at NJ HorrorCon last time we went. Now I wish I met him because of this. And, yeah, he's cool as fuck. I like him. Yeah, I, the, I, the only thing I didn't like is when he came up to us. Like, isn't this the best day ever? Not to us, but just in a general area. Dude, I fucking love him. I almost I body now. slammed him when he said that to us. I mean, I liked him from Freaks and Geeks. I never seen Back to the Future. I know. Wait, you, what? Yeah, they're literally on TV all the time. Yeah, I have all three. I just never watched them. But like, I Maybe love I'll his character. That next. I love his character in this. Um, for the rest of the cast, that's pretty much it. Like nothing yeah. really notable. Yeah, you know what? I'm so I was watching this uh, again for the second time yesterday, and I knew Sam would realize who he was. Yeah, but then she's like, "Wait, isn't that?" And I said, "Yeah, that's the guy from Freaks and Geeks." She's like, "No, no, no, the girl." And I'm like, "What?" And she's like, "Isn't she from Friday the Thirteenth Part 2? I said, "Wow, you are a real horror fan. I didn't even think Rob knew that." Wait, Rob didn't even watch the movie, so <laughs> Rob watched the trailer. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess that's, yeah, the cast isn't really. No, nothing. Other than like um, Thomas F. Wilson or Thomas Wilson, no one's really that notable. Right. But I, for a second, when I first started watching the movie, I, I couldn't place where the guy who plays Rob is from. And I was like, was he the guy from Friday the 13th Part 4? So when I looked it all up, I'm like, oh no, he's the guy from Leprechaun. That's right. Yes. He's the one who gets his ear ripped off, right? No, I'm just kidding. In what? I'm, in Leprechaun. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. The, the heavier set guy yeah, gets the, his ear yeah, ripped off. Yeah. The, 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 like, dumb guy? I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But. I don't remember either. So it starts off with, like, a recording from... It's almost like a VH uh, test. Okay. VHS. VH so test. when this when this started, yeah. I'm like... when I, And I bought this on Xbox and, like, HD 4K, whatever yeah. I bought. And it was, like, this little square on the screen. And it was the worst quality. I said... Did I really just pay four fucking dollars to watch this bullshit? Oh I'm my about god! To turn it off. I yeah. thought the same thing. I saw, I saw. I bought it on Amazon. I'm watching, it and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. I'm glad Kyle bought it on our Vintage Horror Podcast account on YouTube, so we all could have watched it. And I'm the only person that did. And don't you have it downloaded on your computer? Wait, you did no. what? I thought I had uh, it downloaded, but I didn't. So I was like, "Fuck!" I have to figure out how to watch. He, it. I couldn't find this anywhere, by the he, way. He, uh, yeah, I googled it and like. I just, I couldn't Maybe find we it. should do this from yeah. now on. I think they, they have to have it on Blu-ray, right? No, there's no Blu-ray copy of it. Then how the fuck is there an HD version? That's what I th- I don't know. Maybe it's stream only. Why would I don't think they would do that for stream? That doesn't make sense. I googled. That. I didn't think there was a, a Blu-ray out, but so sorry. And uh, so yeah, so she's getting recorded. It's Nikki, right? Yes, Nikki's being and recorded. They're like, what? What? I don't remember what the guy asked her as the questions. It's something like, they just asked "What do you want to do with your life?" And she's like, "I want to help handicapped people." And help disabled children and stuff like that and oh yeah i fuck on the first date dude i love I'm that like, what the hell's going on yeah dude that's because that, <laughs> well, she, she said because she said like she's joining the convent because that's yeah, like, yeah convent yeah she's like she's like my name is like mario peter o'toole o'shea like yeah like i'm joining a convent and i'm like what is yeah, happening because that's what the character muffy yes is doing yes and then because the convent is like religious right like stuff yeah it's a nun not yeah a, yeah yeah. And then it then it goes to uh, um Arch's character and he's like, Oh yeah, I fuck on the first date too. <laughs> he's like, We did actually. He's talking yeah. about him and Skip. Yeah. <laughs> uh and then it cuts to a girl who's the character Muffy. She's cleaning the basement of her house. She's moving around in like a mannequin and some old ass bitch come, crusty bitch comes downstairs. Carol. Yeah, uh Clara. And was like Clara, isn't it Carol? Oh my god, it it's, is. it's Clara. So please don't piss me off. But she offers to help and <laughs> move the mannequin, or just she just asked if she needs any help at all. You sure want me to go? There's no there's ferry back till Monday, right? Because Muffy lives on an island, and the only way to get there is by a ferry, 
which is really weird. Because if you're, a, I'm assuming it's like a private island. Yeah. Why the fuck would a ferry go there? Unless they're super does, rich. Does it just run for them all day, every day? Or because I know there's other people that live around there. I think so. Maybe it just runs to that island, that thing back and forth. You know. Yeah, I don't think theirs is the only house, but yeah, I think it's one of the only houses. Um, but Muffy says no, don't worry about it. Like I got this, and Clara's like, oh well, uh, have a nice party. And Muffy's like, oh, it's not. It's gonna be better than nice. It's gonna be bloody unforgettable. <laughs> yeah. I, at this point, I'm like, this is the corniest fucking movie I've ever seen. I think. Um, she picks up like a jack-in-the-box that she finds down in the basement. It looks old and fucking outdated. And she starts cranking it. And as she's cranking it, there's also a flashback. She cranked the soldier boy? Hell yeah. To a, like a birthday party. It's her birthday party. And I actually love the title card here. How it pans away a little bit and then says April Fool's Day. I actually really like that. Yeah, I don't was, know what it was. That whole title sequence is actually pretty good and eerie. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And the aesthetic of just, of, I don't know, it was, I fucking loved it. But the music, yeah, uh, that's good. another good thing about this movie, the score. Mm-hmm. The music in it is, I love it. It's 80s, man. I think that's it, honestly. Yeah, it's very 80s. Like cheesy B-movie 80s mm-hmm. horror. Yeah, slasher. it's like one guy in a basement with a synth playing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely and 100%. After some shots between like the party and back to present day Muffy, uh, she's like winding the jack-in-the-box as a kid and out pops a monster instead of... Like a jester or clown or anything like that. And you hear like a screaming kind of noise. Um, Back to the ferry where they're all waiting for the ferry. And Nan pulls up with many bags. (laughs) Yes. and Well, I think it's only two, but they're like full suitcases. Yeah. And Kit comes over to help. And pretty much everyone introduces themselves. Kit, Nikki, Arch, and Chaz. Uh, And then the ferry pulls up to pick them up. Because they're supposed to be going on the island to meet up with Muffy. Who's throwing the party? Yeah. And they're waiting on Rob and Skip? Uh, Rob and Harv. Oh, Harv. Or Hal. 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 Nobody, not a single person calls him Hal in this whole movie. He, but he, he always corrects He them. always corrects them. Yeah. So they're waiting on them. And the, the I, I this the ferryman is my fucking guy. Because he's like, all right, we got to go. And they're like, wait, we're waiting on two people. They're not here yet. This is their only chance to come with us. And he's like... This is my last run on a Friday, and I don't get paid overtime. <laughs> I'm like, that's my fucking guy, because I do get paid overtime, and I don't even like working, so. Preach. Preach. And then uh, Rob and Harv actually do pull up. They make it in time, just in time, and they come running up. So they begin the journey to the island. But what does Chaz do there that, like, is he's like a cornball brother? Oh, so they're about to get on the boat, and this, I guess he's like a deckhand kind of person mm-hmm. named Buck is standing there, like, waiting for all, all of them to get on. And he walks up to Buck, uh, Chaz walks up to Buck, and he's the one with the video camera. Yeah. And he says, Hey, your fly's no, open. No, before and that, before that, he does something that's. Oh, like, to Nan? When he goes up to Nan, and he's like, like, him and whoever run over, I think, I don't know. No, Arch runs up and asks, uh, like, tries to. Like, get her bags yeah and then chaz is right there and he's like trying to take her bags soon and talk to her and, and like all her bags are taken and he, yeah, and he says and he's like oh you have some nice legs there honey he says something like that yeah he does then. something like that and i'm like yeah. wow this guy sucks yeah and then when he goes to the the deckhand and was like your hey, flies down i just your, cried your flies down and your ho- uh, hostess twinkies yeah hanging out yeah so I just when cried. the duckhand looks down he like kisses him on the forehead <laughs> i'm like i actually respect that though that's that my funny. guy and then they all get on the boat to begin the journey it's a short journey but uh, Arch and Skip are on the boat to get like hanging out on the yeah. boat, and they're playing with Skip's knife. 
playing like stretch. Switchblade. Yeah, which I guess is like one of them throws the knife down into the floor of the boat, and you have to like, from where you're standing, stretch and pick it up without falling over. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, Arch can't help but fall <laughs> over every time. I don't know what his yeah. head's like top heavy or something. And he's literally like <laughs> 10 inches taller than Skip. Yeah, I... I don't. He's got them tight hamstrings. He can't. He can't. He's Which, not limber. Where does they don't ever show Skip reaching over for no, it? No, they always, always Arch. show him falling over. <laughs> and Arch keeps. Yeah, he keeps losing, and he he gets like mad at some point. And yeah. He says, "Well, I'm just skipping like a bunch, like because the boat ride's not really that." Well, eventful. other than like Nikki getting into her bathing suit, and everyone's like creepy, creepily looking at her. Yeah. And at the one point, Chaz says to someone else, "Like, hey, your fly's down, but they don't fall for it." But his fly was really down. It was Rob? Well, no. He then he says to Rob, like. Oh no, Rob! Your flies down, and then yeah. Rob doesn't believe it. And then Kit looks over because they're yeah. dating. And she like gives him a look. And he's like, "Oh!" And his fly is down, and yeah. he zips it up, and it's the loudest zipping noise I've ever heard. Yeah, it's one of one of them. I don't know who is. I maybe it's Nan who's like talks about reading. They're like, "Oh, what are you reading?" And she was, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was like, "Oh, I'm reading Paradise Lost." And I was like, "Is this movie trying to make like a deep?" Team commentary here yeah, for a Chaz, second. Chaz was like, I think I read that one or something like that. And she was like, it's a real shame that nobody appreciates this form of literature anymore. And I'm like, so I'm like movie, you just had literally Chaz telling people, like, you dicks out. Yeah. And now you're trying to be serious with a Paradise Law for reference here. Who, like, I was, who Nan? Nan it's just, it, was yeah. just like, it was like a but serious then, moment. And but, then it, but then Nan asks Chaz, like, oh, what do you have? And he has, like, a fucking porno <laughs> magazine. Yeah. And he's like, this is my summer studying work. And he pulls it out. And he's, yeah. and he's like, I'm learning a lot from this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but Arch gets fucking tired of playing with Skip because he keeps losing. So he's like, oh, "I'm getting real tired of playing," or something. I don't know, some bullshit. And um, then Skip says, "Like, oh, come on, one more game. What are you scared or something?" And then throws the knife to Arch, and Arch throws it back at him. He's like, "I'm sick of playing," or something like that. And it hits Arch in the stomach, or I'm Skip skipping in the, the stomach. stomach. And he's like, "Oh fuck!" And, then and, <laughs> and falls overboard. Yo, yeah. when I saw this. I literally was like, but as soon as it started, as soon as he got hit with the knife and like did like the exaggerated fall backwards, believe it or not, I thought I was like, is this going to be like a Friday the 13th part five moment again where we just have a random like murder that has nothing to do with the rest of the plot, but then obviously later does. Yeah. But I was thinking that because it just came out of nowhere. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And I thought it was like so cheesy. I'm like, this is the kind of fucking cheesy movie we're getting. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) But like then when he hit the water and everyone jumped in, I'm like, okay, this motherfucker's like fucking around. Yeah. But then, April Fools. <laughs> Got him. Just a joke. Everyone's in the water. Just he's just joking. He's joking. Uh, and, and then they're pulling up to, I guess, the dock when they're all and um, Buck stays in the water to. What do you? I don't even know what you call it. Tie I, the rope to the the dock. The dock. Yeah. And then the boat just hits him right in the fucking head. Yeah, it keeps missing, so he doesn't see the boat coming at him. Yeah. And the ferryman's like, oh, Buck, watch out. But then by then, it's too late. The ferry runs into the dock and into Buck. Yeah. And, like, everyone's, like, looking. And the Buck comes floating up fucking with his eye hanging out. He's like, ah! Yeah. And then the cop ah! the cop from the shore, like, speeds over there to the their little dock and was like, what's going on? And then Buck is just running around screaming. <laughs> screaming. Yeah, running around screaming. But then again, I've never been hit by a boat. And then <laughs> um, the constable who drove his like speedboat over. That's get, the other cop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying he lets uh, the well, ferryman and I, Buck take I think they just boat. took it with like, they just took him and threw he, him in the boat. He's like, and then just drove off. Like, did throw you, him in the boat. Throw him did, in the boat. Did you hear uh, Buck when they were like riding away? He's like, they did it. They did it. <laughs> Dude, it's. <laughs> 
<laughs> Who the fuck says that? <laughs> so he's getting rushed to the hospital. And the constable doesn't uh, think that it's very funny, any of that. And, then, and he says, like, if anything happens, then it's like he's going to blame them yeah. for it. And he wants them to stay on the island so he knows where the fuck they are in case something happens. And then luck. I think Muffy comes out yeah. and the cop or constable was like, yeah, I'm going to need to take your boat back to land or something like that. Yes. And Muff makes the point of saying, well, we have keys in the kitchen, but there's sometimes a key underneath the, the cushion. cushion. Yeah. So he takes the uh, her boat back to shore. Yeah. But... One thing I want to say is, um, yes, like, cause the, all the cast so far seems like pretty like good together. And, um, before they filmed, they like the director made them like chill, hang out in like a hotel mm-hmm. for like a week so they can get all used to each other. Mm-hmm. So, so it doesn't feel like forced. Right. Cause it feels pretty like normal. Yeah. That's one of the things I liked about it. They feel there's a good energy between the cast members. I thought that too. Like they easily very mingled. natural. It, they seem like actual friends. Yeah. Like, there are times when they were filming this when I was looking at it, and I was like, did they just get a bunch of friends together and just have a lot of improvised? Another thing about this scene, Clara makes a point to say, like, well, she says nobody's coming back. Nobody can come here until until Monday Monday because of the ferry. But, like, there's other modes of transportation because they have a fucking boat there. So was she lying? Or she just a stupid bitch? Both. I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote. Stupid stupid bitch. bitch, Stupid bitch. So then they get in the house, and then I guess they're doing a little tour of the house. Um, after that whole thing when the cop drives away or right. s- swims away, whatever the fuck you call it. <laughs> yeah, he, and Skip, is, they show Skip at one point like in the truck as they're driving to the house and he feels like real guilty. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't mean it because he blames himself because Buck wouldn't have been in the water if he didn't play the stupid practical yeah. joke on everyone, him and Arch. So it's not your fault. Yeah. Um, And then when they do get to the house... And they're looking around and checking out the house. Muffy makes a point to say, the house is about to be mine. It's my first uh, part of my inheritance. And they're all like, first part? What's next? <laughs> and I don't think we said when Harv gets there, he had mentioned that uh, he knows who Muffy's dad is. And I guess he like is a CEO or yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he's someone high up in some company. And he, he pretty much wants to try to interview with him. So he's trying to make a good impression. Yeah. And Skip's like her distant cousin. Yeah. Oh, Skip's her cousin. Right, and that... Her distant cousin. Yeah, and something about don't mix money and family. Family, yeah. Something like that. So, uh, they do the house tour, I believe, like, looking around, and then it goes to them outside, like, fucking around, like, um, like Arch and someone playing football, right? Or soccer, what are they playing? That, that's way later. Is it? Yeah. Right after they talk about like the inheritance and all the stuff inside the house, it goes directly to the girls cooking in the kitchen. Yeah, but like outside in that scene, you could see them like fucking around. I was yeah, I know that they're cooking. Oh no, I didn't even realize that. So, but like they're reading, they're like cooking hot dogs and like beans. Yeah, this nice ass fucking house, and they're cooking hot dogs and beans. And so they're doing (laughs) also doing like a Cosmopolitan, I guess, magazine. Yeah, and that got it added in because the director heard them offset like asking each other questions from it. So I guess he got a different magazine to ask them questions, or they made up their own questions. Yeah, I was gonna say some of those seem kind of like wild for being in a magazine. I think some of those are in those girly kind of magazines, though. Well, I've never read one, so me neither. But I'm, I would, I think that's like real. <laughs> Maybe we should start. Uh, they show at one point Harv's like in the office or study, as it's later. Titled. Yeah, he's like creeping around, yeah. and he like finds some cigars and he like puts a bunch in his pocket. Um, it cuts to Skip talking to Nan outside. Yeah, he's, like he's, still like, 
He's yeah, he's a sad boy. He's like, oh fuck, I killed that guy. Yeah, and he's drinking and blaming himself. It goes to a shot of the dinner table, and the girls come walking out with all the food, well, the fucking hot dogs and beans. Yeah, and everyone goes to sit down for dinner, and. Oh, I don't think we also said when they like were they first, first got in. There was dolls and stuff. Yeah, there's like dolls of each of them at the dinner table, and like the dinner mm-hmm. table set all nice and fancy. But then they're fucking cooking like beans and hot yeah, dogs. Like so, when they come out, everybody goes to sit down, and when Nan goes to sit, like you hear like a fart. Yeah, <laughs> and, like everyone's like looking around, like what, the, like what? And then she sits down more and she, like farts and pulls a whoopee cushion out from underneath the uh, cushion, like on her chair. So ha April Fools. Then like um, when Arch is like laughing hysterically, he like leans back a little bit, and then the chair legs of his chair like collapse. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, point like I thought to myself, I'm like, because it's obviously like a prop for like a joke. Who, th- who the fuck has a chair that collapses like that as part of their fucking regular dining room set? Right, it just matches everything. They yeah. just keep it there all the time. And at this scene too, when they filmed it, um, the I guess the first couple takes they like cut for lunch and. The uh, the director Fred Walton was like, "You guys fucking suck! Like, this is this is so boring. Like the whole dinner scene, mm-hmm. and like made them reshoot it to like. And then they said the second time they did it was better. Well, I'm glad they did because this yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was yeah. like, this is good. I like uh, it. Yeah. And I don't know which one of it it is, but like when they're talking about like dessert, one of them just yells like out loud or like, "Please God, let it be ding dongs." <laughs> oh. like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that's when they show the hot dog coming out of the package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The, another weird part about this like dinner scene is after Arch falls back, he like kind of looks at everyone like mad, but then he's like, "Oh, you got me." <laughs> and Muff gives him like this really weird horny look. Yeah, kind of turned me on, you know. Yeah, and then they also say we're all friends here, right, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> uh, Skip's still outside drinking all alone. I don't know why. I he's guess still they just, sad. Yeah, they they just, cut to him for like one second. Yeah, they just had to show him drinking, and then it cuts back and they start doing a toast. Well, yeah, but, Arch Arch s. Everyone like, oh, so what is everyone doing after graduation? Yeah. And everyone kind of like, it's quiet. But then they start laughing. They're like, well, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, yeah. they, they didn't even really think about it much. But then Kit says that, oh, well, Rob knows. He's going to medical school. But Rob doesn't want to fucking talk about it. Yeah. I don't. Because then he says, like, I didn't. yeah, my counselor told me that I'm not serious enough for this. So everyone's kind of like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and this is when he says we're all friends, all right? Yeah. And then I think Nan gets up and starts giving some bullshit speech. Yeah, she, about how making friends in college is, like, the best friends you'll ever make yeah. or something like that, which I wouldn't know because I've never been to college. Same. So, how about you? You been to college or no? I don't remember. Well, you didn't meet any of us so in college, so yeah. here you are in a podcast with us. So. And then it goes to Muffy, and she starts <laughs> doing a toast. and um, Yeah, they insist, like, she adds on to it because yeah. she's the... Um, and then who has and then they go all they have champagne champagne in their hands and they go to drink and it all just spills out who yeah. has nine glasses of champagne that is are fake this is very well well she could have planned that that's, that's what I'm saying that like understand. this is crazy like yeah but she's clearly the fucking trick master yeah right um the prank but like everyone spills it all over her and she like laughs and she's like April fool I hate how she doesn't add an s to the end of fools April fool Fucking like literally, I was really, I was mad at that part. So I overly think, angry. So we found your pet peeve for the film. Yes. Okay. Well, it's just that one part she does that. April Fool. Uh, they show Harv 
in his room. I think that's this point, right? Oh, no, no, no. Muffy shows. How's doing something stupid. I don't remember what is he doing at this point. He does something stupid, and then it cuts to. Um, oh, then he's definitely in his room. Like, he lights a cigar, and he's kind of, like, talking to himself. Yeah, he's so he's yeah. researching how he's going to, like, schmooze his way into Muffy's yeah. life. Yeah, like, he's, like, rehearsing he's like, him. So yeah, he's, like, with talk. my insane intellect and your money. money. No, that's not going to work. <laughs> and then it cuts to Arch in his room, and he's like, oh, shit. And he starts pushing the bed together, and then Chaz jumps in there, and he's like. He's like, hold me, big boy. Yeah, they jump in the yeah, they then they start like fucking around with that because Arch yeah. thought he had his own room. Yeah, and Muffy shows Nikki her room, and it, I guess it's like a bigger bed than everyone else has. And Nikki's like, "What is this, the bridal suite?" Yeah, she's like, "Oh, I know exactly what to do with this room." Yeah. And then she says, "Hey, like Muff, I know you usually like you and Arch had a thing before, like me and him, but like." Chad, like, I know you usually get to them first, but Chaz is mine, okay? I thought that was, like, really fucking weird. Yeah. And then Muffy's like, well, what about Harv? And she's like, what? That guy? What? He sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then it cuts back to Hal, or Harv. Yeah. And he's, like, opening a drawer. Or the, he opens a closet yeah. and has a, a newspaper clipping, something about six people dying in the fog. Yes. And then he opens his drawer, and there's another newspaper clipping. And someone, who comes in there? Chaz. Chaz is like, what's up? Or something like that. They, like... And he shuts Make the like, door. Yeah, when, he shuts the door real quick. Yeah, and yeah. then when Chaz leaves, then the the cigar blows up in Hal's um, face. Yeah. Um, then it cuts to Nikki in her room, and she um, is in the bathroom, and then she turns the water on. And it sprays all over her. I believe that's Nikki, right? Yeah, she goes to use the faucet in yeah. the bathroom. Yep, and it sprays all over her, and it shoots like directly at her instead of the faucet. And then it goes room. back to Arch in his room, and he's he's in the bathroom. And he opens the medicine cabinet, and there's like heroin or something in there. Or yeah, there's straight needles, spoons, there's needles, everything. spoons, yeah. and like pill bottles and stuff like that. And then it goes back to Nikki again, and then she opens her drawer, and there's like a, a, a belt and a whip and a chain or something like that. It's like an S and M. Yeah, I'm like what the fuck is going on in here? Connected to it, this movie's off the rails. Um, Arch, show art. This is all like in within like seconds. Yeah, it's literally. Like this is quick. This is a lot of quick yeah, cuts. It's like, yeah, it's like Arch. Goes to leave his room, and when he grabs the doorknob, it like comes right off. Yeah, and he tries to like twist the handle without the doorknob, and he can't like turn it. He's like, "What the fuck?" Because yeah. <laughs> he's just stuck in there forever. Um, and then it goes to Kit and Rob in her room, their room, and has that fucking creepy picture on the wall with the eyes. Yeah, there's like a painting of a man, but its eyes are missing. Well, there's eyes there, and they keep looking back and forth. Yeah, they move left. They, yeah, they're moving, and then they take the painting down, and it's one of those cats, clat, cat clocks on the wall. Right, where the eyes like move and the tail goes back. Oh and forth. my god. Which I kind of like liked that that was actually pretty silly. Um, Nan, well, it's you hear a baby crying in a room, and Nan, I guess, gets out of the shower in record time, yeah, and has a robe on, and she walks up to an Perfectly armoire. Dry looking, too. Well, she's her hair is wet and stuff, but I I know what you mean like she <laughs> yeah. never had time to dry off that much. Yep. She walks over to like an armoire kind of thing, and she found a cassette tape that's playing. Of a baby crying, mm-hmm. and she like looks real upset about it. And then it goes back to Robin Kit getting ready for bed, and like this scene doesn't make well, it makes sense, but it, like it's so weird when they're getting undressed. Uh, Kit like goes to take her underwear off, like you can see her motion to do it, and then she stops and then just gets in the bed. Well, she like looks back at Rob, yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then she decides like not to. Yeah, I think because they're I don't know I don't know how I mean they're comfortable together, but I don't think they're like sleeping yeah, naked like, comfortable. What the fuck's going on? Amy Steele is a nice girl. 
I don't know what it is. Like she's not like yeah, like, no, yeah, I understand. she's like hot, but she's not like conventionally hot. Yeah, she's not like sexy hot. She's like I don't know, like powerful woman kind of hot. I don't know how to explain. Yes, it, but she looks good. Anyway, um, the next and, and well and when fucking Rob like goes to take off his pants again, he undoes his zipper and it's the loudest zipper yeah. noise. And you can tell it's post production, and I don't know what the fuck they added it, but it's so loud. That's what they spent their money on, and it pulled me out mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah. And then Rob turns the light off, and then another light turns on. And then when he gets up and turns that light off, another light turns on. So then he walks all the way across the room, turns off the light, and the original one turns back on. And then what happens after so he, that? Oh, he finally just like unscrews one of the light bulbs. Oh, it's hot. Um, it shows Muffy going into her room, and then Arch like pops out from, I guess the stairs yeah people and, under stairs and he tries to like you know work his way into her room and she's like you know what time it is good night and like just goes in her room real quick and slams the door in his face so he's like motherfucker and then he just starts opening other doors and like looking in the closet and like try to open doors in that hallway too. yeah it's i think really he, weird he goes up i think to rob i think the first room they go to he goes to is rob and kit i think and then he like listens and I'm, I think it's them. It sounds like they're having sex. No, it's Chaz and Nikki. I don't think so. I think he walked... Because if you look where... She, earlier in the movie where Muffy uh, opens up the door for Nikki, that's the third door he walks into. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that as he's doing that, then it cuts to them and you can see like... Yeah, but the first door he like listens to, it's not their door. I think that one is Rob and Kit. Because then the second door he like opens, it's a closet. Mm-hmm. And then he walks in like... He put... It bends over, opens the door, walks in, and it shows uh, fucking Chaz and Nikki in the craziest position I've ever yeah, seen before making sex. And yeah. it was hysterical. They were like scissoring almost. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, always trying to figure out. I was like, how does this work? I don't Whose know. Whose leg is where? And it's so funny the way Chaz <laughs> is like trying to like reach behind her and grab the fucking bed frame to help him. And then they don't show Arch, like, or they don't show them actually in the room together, but Arch, like, backs back out of the room, bent over, and closes the door, and it shows them, like, looking up, but then they keep having, like, sex. And then, like, he goes, when Arch goes into the next room, you just hear the the headboard creaking back and forth over and over again. Yeah, and Arch, so, obviously, he struck out, so he goes to, like, uh... He finds the porn mag that Chaz brought, and he goes to like jerk off. And when he sits in the chair, it, it, it collapses. Yeah, yeah. there's, like a, there's another, another one. Yeah, where it collapses. He's like, "Oh, real funny, you guys!" And it shows them again, Chaz and fucking Nikki, like stopping and then going. Yeah, dude, and that position, I can't even describe it. People need to just go fucking watch it. I call, yeah. I call it the Annie Ann's. That's a good one because they literally look like a pretzel having sex. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> And then it cuts to outside, and you see Skip, like, walking outside, still sad as a, a fucking guy. Yeah. Okay, that plant that he, like, g- that, goes that, up to, is that supposed to be, like, a marijuana that's plant? That's what I thought, that's too. That's the pot. It didn't look like it. It kind of, but then it again, was hard I to tell, because it was dark. I don't use drugs, so. But then he, like, picks a leaf, but then doesn't do anything with it. Yeah. But then he goes, like, to a boathouse yeah. that's down by the water, and he thinks he hears something, so he pulls out his knife, and a cat jumps on him. He's like, Whoa! And that's it. He's like, fuck. God damn cat. And he puts his knife down. He like sticks it in some wood and he gets grabbed from behind. Yeah. Boom. What happened? Because it's a cutaway, you know? Yeah. Uh, then it's the next morning and Harv is on the balcony like working out with some fucking old school like fucking 80s kind of workout. Yeah. The tool thing. It's like uh, a spring with two handles and he's just trying to bend it. And it's yeah. like really hard. 
<laughs> it's the pre-shake weight shake weight. Yeah, it is. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and then uh, Nikki opens up a window and sees, well, she's like stretching. If you notice, like, because her shirt's like open, it's like a button-up shirt and it's open. And you like think you're going to see her like breast, but you can tell when at, she like leans forward a little bit. You can tell it's like taped to her chest. This way it doesn't like yeah. expose anything. But she like looks over and I think Harvey's like, oh, good morning or something like that. So she gets all embarrassed and like goes back inside. Yeah. Well, I like how he's doing the springy thing. And like the second she looks at him, he like, it like slips like, out of his hand, smack, almost smacks him in the face. Well, I think it's supposed to be like an innuendo, like, like it's going erect. Yeah, yeah, going erect. <laughs> yeah. Um, this movie, man. And then it goes to Kit and Rob who go into the kitchen and find Muffy cooking. And she's like, oh, I was hungry. I need to make food. I'm really sorry. Don't, don't look at me like this. I didn't do don't my hair. Don't look at me. I didn't do my hair. And she like runs up the fucking stairs past Arch, who's like, whoa, who who made her night or something? <laughs> yeah, and right. Kit and Rob are like, oh, I don't know. Um, everyone goes outside and they start like playing soccer, except for Kit and Rob, who go, I guess, down to take a swim mm-hmm. by the fucking dock, I guess. They don't show... Either of them swimming, they're just wet. Um, Rob was swimming, and he says he like he doesn't understand why Kit is like investing so much time in him because he's life's going nowhere, and he's just become a TV repair man. Which good thing he didn't because that fucking that um that industry went by yeah, the wayside. That's gone. That I don't think anybody gets their TVs fixed. Whatever anymore. happened to the Orkin man? They throw those shit right out the door. Yeah, I but I what I like is how she's like he's like. You know, I don't know how you could ever take a chance on a guy like me. I'm just gonna be a nobody. And she's like, "Yeah, you're right." I'm you're like, right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "What? She's Wait, like, yep, what? You're right." And he's like, "Yes, yeah, I know." And she's like, "Yep, you suck. Yep, <laughs> you're the worst." And then they go into as she's like saying this, they she leads him into the boathouse, lays down a towel, and then she, she like starts trying to make sex with him. And when he's on top of her, it shows Skip's body underneath. Yeah, but also. Before this, you see Nan's, like, looking out from the kitchen, and she sees, like, Muffy walking with a basket somewhere. Oh, yeah. And she, like, runs over there, and she's not there. Yeah, but she thinks she went into, like, other guest house looking thing. Yeah, and then it cuts back to them, and then for some odd reason, before they get down and lay down, Kit um, Kit is, like, drying Rob with a towel. And I don't know why. Well, outside she Yeah, was. like, outside. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, that's uh, And then they go I don't know. inside, they, yeah. They like each other. <laughs> I don't know. He's a sweaty boy. It's just, well, I don't think it's sweat. It's them swimming. Yeah. yeah. It's a sweet thing to do, man. I wish someone would drive me with a towel. All right. And then <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she grabs. You'll, you'll, you'll regret that the next time I sleep at your house. <laughs> <laughs> she, and then, yeah, so Kit, like, grabs fucking Rob's wiener in his shorts, and she's like, come here. And as they're, like, making out and lay down, for some reason, Kit's on her back, but somehow sees skip underneath the fucking through the floorboards float past her dead as fuck yeah and she's like oh my god so then they run back to the house where everyone's kind of sitting outside and uh, they ask I guess if anybody has seen uh, skip and then they're like no depends on what he's on or something like that yeah or was that earlier that they say that I, th- they, I think they just like ask something, some question. Yeah, and then they all like start get to, they get together and start try to look for him or some and stuff like that. Right, because Kit said that then, he looked dead. And then like while this they're talking about it, like Muffy's just like cleaning mushrooms and doesn't look like she has any concern about that. Like Skip. And while Muffy's in the house cleaning like the vegetables that she picked from the basket, uh, Nan confronts her, 
And she kind of is like, who told you? Did one of your preppy friends tell you? And Luffy's like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, then how'd that tape get in my room? Would it just appear there? So something, something fucking happened. And then they show Harv up in the hall overhearing all of this. Yeah. And then Nan runs outside like, and she's sitting on like a bench like crying about like abortion or something like that. Whatever she says to herself. I don't think she says anything. Oh, she doesn't? No. Who says that? Oh, maybe it's Harv says it later. Oh, later. Yeah, Harv says it later. But uh, Arch is in the woods and he's like looking for Skip. But he keeps hearing twigs or sticks like breaking. I don't understand how the fuck you're in the woods, but so fucking noisy trying to hide from people. Uh, And when he's walking around, there's like a snake. And right next to the snake, there's a trap that catches him by the foot and pulls him up into the fucking tree. Mm -hmm. Upside down. And snake's like fucking snapping at him. Yeah. How the snake didn't get him, I don't know. I don't know either. And then I think they were supposed to like make it look like it was like a deadly snake, but I think it just it didn't look like anything poisonous. Yeah, it's pretty elaborate. And then trap. and then someone walks up and kicks the snake out of the way, and then it, it shows Arch's face. He's like, "Oh, oh my god!" <laughs> so at this point, I'm like, "Wait, is this movie PG-13?" Because both have been cut away so far. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then this is where Nan's by herself, and she's standing like by a tree, and she. Pulls like a fucking handful of like leaves or dead flower. I don't know what the fuck it is. And she sits down yeah, she, by yeah. herself and yeah. she like squeezes it and she's all upset. But she doesn't really say anything. It's just like. Yeah, it felt like a weirdly out of place scene. Her crying a little yeah. bit. And then it goes inside and they say, we can't find him. Like we need to call the cops. And then Muffy's like, do you guys want tea? Does anyone want tea? And then she comes back with like six things of tea. I brought all the tea we could find. I'm like, And then at this point, like, yo, this lady's fucked up. Yeah, she's red flag. And this is making me think that she's the one killing people. Well, not only can they not find Skip, but then they're like, where's Arch? And that's yeah. when they decided to call the cops because yeah. people keep going missing now. And then, the, yeah, then this is when Muffy's like looking fucking stupid as fuck. And I'm like, yeah, this lady's probably the killer. So Rob tries to call the police, but it isn't quite working. So Kit walks into the kitchen, just kind of like mindlessly walking away. Uh, and this is where Muffy brings all the tea in. And she's like, oh, I didn't know what anyone wanted. So I got one of like every kind. And then Kit's like, oh, well, I'll grab some water. And when she goes to use the sink, for some reason, it's not working. It's brown. And barely coming out. And Muffy says, oh, well, it must be the main. It must be broken. It happens sometimes. But there's still a well. So right away, Nikki's like, all right, I'll go. Just point me in the right direction. And Harv's like, I think I better go with you. So they go to, like, a well, which is literally, like, an old school fucking lassie kind of well. I don't know. Like, a wishing well looking shit. Yeah. And they're like, wow, they're like, seriously, who the fuck built this? They're like, this is a real well. It was built on a soundstage. And um, Harv's like, oh, let let me take care of this because I guess. He's a real man. Yeah, he's a real man. And uh, Nikki's like, oh, what, from being on the farm? And then he's like, I know you think I'm just a hick, but I'd really like to change your mind if you give me the chance. And she's like, why? And then he like leans over, <laughs> like kneels next to her, and he's like, because I'd really like to plow your field. Yeah. That's my fucking guy. Just putting it, <laughs> like, just putting it out there. Um, but then when Harv's like trying to bring the bucket of water up, or I guess bring it down to get some water out of the well, the bucket breaks loose from the rope. Yeah. So then he's like, God damn it. And then he has Nikki shine the flashlight that she has like down the well so he can see what the fuck is going on down there. And she doesn't like get up to do this. Yeah, so she, she just puts her hand like up over the well, drops. sitting next to it. And it slips out of her hand and she just like drops the fucking flashlight into the well. She's like, I'm not going in there to get that. Right. Because when they look over the edge, there's some rungs, like steel rungs that mm-hmm. go down the well. So somebody could go down there. Yeah. And she's like, well, get down there. And he's like, I'm not going down there. So Nikki's like, fine, fuck it. I'll go. 
And he's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And she's like, oh, well, I don't like the idea of not having water for the rest of this trip. Yeah, and that water's so dirty and murky. Yeah. But, like, when she starts climbing down and Hal's up, up top, like, looking in on her and, like, keeps cutting back, he, like, moves the fucking well because it was built out of, like, styrofoam oh, yeah. or something. And they, they, what they did with the water, too, is they just kept throwing their trash in there. To, like, make it all murky? Yeah, like, so when they're filming, they were just, whatever garbage they had, they would just throw it in there. Right. Like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. So then, while she's climbing down, Nikki, it's um, one of the rums break, rungs, whatever you call them, and she falls into the water. Yeah. And Hal's up there like, oh, my God. I can't believe this happened. And then he starts climbing down. Not yet. Oh, he doesn't? Well, he does, but... It's because she starts not. It's not because she falls in. It's because she starts screaming once she falls in because Arch's head. Yeah. Comes okay. Floating so I up. thought he climbed when when no. he started. Okay. So then Arch's head skips floats, head. Yeah, floats up and then she tries to get out of the water and that's when another rung breaks and he's like yelling down to her the whole time like Nikki, what's going on? Because apparently he can't see yeah. anything and Nan's body comes floating yeah, when up. When did she die? I don't know. It looked like her throat was cut though. Yeah, that's why I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Here? Um, and so he climbs down as far as he can, like pulls her out essentially yeah but then instead of like you seeing all that he it just cuts to into the house yeah and nikki also got an ear infection from this or like since the water was so dirty did she yeah oh my god (laughs) bro they just in the 80s they were wild with that shit um back at the house harv asks muffy like where to keep the guns and muffy specifically says guns like we don't keep guns in this house and then someone tries to give Nikki a glass of water. She's like, oh. Yeah. I'm like, who, how, how the fuck are you scared of a glass of water? Yeah. And then Constable Potter calls the guy who screamed at them all earlier. And um, he says, like, I guess they tell him pretty much what's going on. Yeah. And he's like, well, it's not Buck. I've been with I've, him all day. I've been with him and the ferryman all day. Yeah. I got to bring so, I gotta bring up that there's a line during the, uh, the water sequence that made me think of Mark immediately. When, like, she gives her the water and she was like, She's like freaked out. She's like, oh, not the well water. She's like, she's like, it's all right. It's Perrier. <laughs> and I was like, and I, I literally thought, wrote in my notes. That's some shit you say to calm Mark down. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but you could see it like bubbling. Why the fuck? I mean, maybe I she saw it for a split second. It's all right. Were, it's Perrier. They were ser- she thought they were serving the well water. I don't know. Yeah, I think they were serving the well water. You could see the fucking bubbles in it. Obviously, it's seltzer. But she told her real quick. She was like, this is the bougie water. You need to calm down. Uh, and then, yes. Then you see... I think Hal in the is it Hal in the study or Rob in the study? Well, it, Rob pretty much gets off the phone and he's like, "Well, the constable said we should all stay together." Oh uh, no, Kit's in the study. Well, when Rob was on the phone, like he was saying, "Uh huh, uh huh," and he says, Muffy. "Muffy." Yeah, and he has that moment where you're like, "He's like, okay." Uh-huh. And he gets off the phone and he pretty much says, "Like the constable said, we should all stay together," but so they all go around like locking doors, windows, all that kind of shit. And yeah, this is where. Kit kids in, is in the study in and the sees study the picture. And locks the windows and finds the picture. There's two like kids. It's like an older picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and Muffy comes in and kind of catches her looking at it. And she's like, sometimes with the tides, it could take someone all night to get in from the mainland. Sometimes they don't make it at all. Uh, okay, so then this pisses me off here. Then it cuts to Hal. 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 Howerv. Pulls out a fucking gun out of his suitcase. Yeah. You just asked Muffy two, two, two seconds ago. Where do you keep the guns in the house? I think this he did, motherfucker was lying. I think he did that on purpose. Oh, maybe because like if I think he knew he had a gun, but if like you can't trust everyone in the house, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go take the gun before they can. Oh, uh, makes sense. Thing. So yeah, he pulls a gun out of his suitcase and loads it and then sticks it like in his waist. Um, Harv tells the group, 
Oh no, sorry. Uh, Rob tells this is where Rob tells the group. Oh no, Harv tells. Yeah, sorry. They I'm start talking about what they found in the rooms. Yeah. Well, Harv says it starts with Harv saying like how he heard because they talk about how Muffy's been acting weird lately, mm-hmm. and they say Harv's like, yeah, well, I heard her and uh, what the fuck was that bitch's name? Nan <laughs> talking earlier uh, in the kitchen. Abortion. They were arguing about something. It's something about an abortion. And, and then Chaz was like, I came in your room, how, and you were acting all fucking weird. Well, first, Nikki's like, oh, uh, yeah, I found this in my room. And she just pulls up the bondage stuff, like, out of nowhere. Why the fuck does she have all the bondage shit sitting out in the fucking living room with her? Yeah, she figured know. it was free. She might need it in a moment's notice. I did, That was that part, like, I understand <laughs> it's just something like, oh, this is what I found in my room. And it's supposed to just go by. But, like, I'm like, why do you have that with you? Yeah. So, um... Yeah, then uh, they asked Chaz, like, oh, what did you find? He's like, I didn't find anything. And, uh, like, what, you, you didn't find anything? And Chaz uh like, well, what about you? When I came into your room, you were all jumping around. Oh, I found nothing. <laughs> Not me. Harv's like, no, it's something, just some articles about a uh, car accident. And they're, like, pressing him about the car accident. He's like, we, we've all had car accidents, haven't we? So, like, no, it doesn't necessarily pertain to him. The only mm. thing that pertained to somebody was Nan. Yeah. So you think something's up. And then then that's when um They kind of they're kind of like accusing yeah. Muffy of setting every or bringing everyone there to like kill them and yeah. as they're like kids in the middle of being like, You really think Muffy would come bring everyone here to kill us? Like in the middle of saying that, Muffy comes walking in and everyone kinda of shuts the fuck up. Yeah. Like, she's, oh shit. She's like, Muffy's right a good friend. She's right there. And then we all should stay together and then Muffy's like, Alright, this is my house. I'm going upstairs to my room. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to my room. Yeah, her line Rob's delivery like, is creepy AF. Well, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. And Rob's like, yeah, uh, the constable said we should all stay together. And Muffy's like, it's my house. I'm going to my room. And everyone's like, oh, fair, fair point. <laughs> yeah, then, then got like, him. They all just scatter. And then Rob's, or no, Hal's like, I'm going to s- patrol the stairs. Yeah. Uh, Nikki and Chaz decide to go to Nikki's room. And Rob and Kit say they're going to go to the attic to keep an eye out for the constable because it's easy to see from up there. Um, Muff, they show Muffy go to her room and she like locks the door yeah. behind her. And then Nikki's like freaking out, like packing all her stuff. Like, and Chaz like, you need to calm down. And she's like, I don't care. I'll swim back. There's, I don't care about no boat. I'm getting off this island. Yeah. And so, then when Nikki goes to the bathroom to like grab more of her clothes and stuff, mm-hmm. or her like, uh, what the fuck it was called? Stuff you, makeup in the bathroom. Toiletries? Toiletries. That's the word I'm looking for. I, she, I guess, turns on the water a little bit and it sprays at her. What the fuck happened to the main being broken? Yeah. Dog, the water still works. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And then it, then it goes back to her and Chaz puts on that fucking stupid, like, S&M mask. It's like, don't, come on, just calm down. Look at this. You don't like this one? What about this one? Why is there two in there? I don't know. Somebody the put it. What the fuck is going on? And put them in there. I don't know. And then they, uh, then he, like, hugs her. And they start laughing. Yeah, and he can't see out of the mask because it's like a f- solid leather mask, but where there's eyes and a mouth supposed to be, it's like studs. Yeah. And he's like, it would really help if I could breathe in this thing. But Nikki had already walked out of the room at this point. Yeah, so he lays down. So he's just laying there. And he's like, Nikki? Nikki? And then she goes into the water, into the bathroom. And then then, then I think this is where she gets sprayed and comes back and was, starts talking to him. Yes, yes. And she's like, right. hello? Hello, and then like moves Rob's hands and is like wieners is all red, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or something, or something. I don't know if it's meant to imply that he got it cut off. Yeah, or I got don't know. Stabbed there. I think it was supposed to imply that his 
like dick got cut off. Yeah, like that's what he like focuses on. Yeah, is like his dick pretty much. Yeah, because uh, there's like a bloody wound where his dick is supposed to be Chaz, in that like little hole in the boxers. Uh, she turns around and someone walks from behind the door. You see like the boots. It's the same boots that were in the woods when Arch was yeah. like, oh my God. And she, she makes the, oh my God, phase two. And it cuts away. And then it goes to Rob and Kit walking up the stairs into the attic. Uh, the attic. Um, Rob pretty much uh, tells Kit how when she he talked to the constable that the constable said not to trust anyone, especially Muffy. And then she's like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, well, he didn't really tell me, but... I think like something's going on, and then they look over and they see the dolls that were at the dinner table all together. And Kit's like, "Well, she was up here." And Rob's like, "Yeah, who gives a shit?" And he walks over to the window to like keep an eye out for the constable. But when Kit gets closer to all the dolls, they're set up how like the people were dead, such as Arch's head and Skip's head, and Nan's body are all in like a bowl of water, like they mm-hmm. were in the well. And then it, they see the two dolls for Nikki and. Chaz, all bloody, like, laying yeah. together. And so then Kit's like, we got to go find Nikki. So then she runs down, I guess, the stairs. Well, they see the light from, it looks like a flare was shot off yeah. by the constable. So they think the constable's there. So they run downstairs to try to, like, let everyone know, like, fuck, let's get out of here. And they knock on Nikki and Chaz's door. Or uh, Kit just tries to go in and it's locked. Yeah. She can't open it. So I don't remember what Rob did, though. Rob said like he couldn't find Harv or something. Or yeah, they, he they like split up. For and, how, yeah. yeah, yeah, he was split up. And so they split up, and this is where Kit goes to like get Nikki. I mean, not Nikki. Goes to like Muffy's room, and the lights are out. Why she goes into Nikki or to Muffy's room, and doesn't try to turn on a light? I don't know. The room's dark as fuck, and she lets the door close behind her. I'm gonna tell you something. And, yeah, two people were killed. Three, two. How many people were killed at this point? Uh, that that they know of. Three, uh, three. three. Yeah. And they don't fucking she doesn't try to turn on any lights. Yeah, fuck that. And nah, not not for me. And then the door shuts behind her when she's literally standing there just looking at the door. And then yeah. it's the shuts. And then she tries to pull the knob and the knob comes off. She's like, Well shit. Yeah. And then she runs around the bed and like goes to the other door and that door opens. She, she goes through an yeah, she goes through another door in the room, which leads to like another room, which almost looks like the room that Arch was in. And yeah. then Rob comes walking through yeah. another door. And, they, and he's like, I can't find anyone. Anyone. And she's like, yeah, me neither. So he like pulls her out of the room. And then he, while they're walking into the hall, she says, I, Nikki's door was locked. So Rob goes up to the door and it just opens up automatically. Yeah. And when they open it, you see drops of blood going on the floor. And I don't think they show them, right? They just show like. No, they show. I think they show their like the bloody but, bed. The, yeah. And are they on it though? I think you see Nikki on the bed. I don't remember, honestly. Yeah. yeah, I think it's alluded that they're on it. Yeah. I don't think you see anything explicit. So then Rob's kind of like, fuck this. Let's get out of here. And Kit's like, no, wait. I got to get Muffy. She's my best friend. And when they try to go into Muffy's room. Hal's hung. Yeah, they like, can't open the door. And when they force it open, Hal's hanging. He's hogtied, too. Yeah, well, he's he hogtied and hanging from his neck. Yeah. yeah. And so like, he's dead as fuck. I'm going to tell you that right now. And then they run, they run down the stairs, run outside to the dock and see the boats there. The right, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the constable, well, it's not the constable boat, it's Muffy's boat, yeah, but Muffy's- yeah, they're back with the boat. But they get on, and when they're looking for like the keys to start it, the keys. They, f- the keys. they find the keys. they find a letter, and for some reason, they stop to read a fucking letter that's on the boat in an envelope. They have no idea what the fuck it is, but for some reason, they yeah. need to read it right then Quick, there. We need exposition, and stop. then it says something about Muffy escaping from like a mental institution. Well, it doesn't, it says, or someone it does. 
Uh, it says Miss St. John. St. John, yeah. It says Miss St. John is like a uh, patient has been released and is you like to be cautious because they're going into their jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. So like the constable's jurisdiction. And she's like, Muffy, but she's been at like college for the last three years. She wasn't in an insane asylum. Or was she? So then Rob's like, oh shit, yeah, that's right. Muffy said that there's a fucking spare set of keys in the kitchen. Let's go back to the house. And kid's like, oh, I can't go back to the house. But they go back to the fucking house. Um, they decide to go through a basement window. Yeah, because when they get up there, they're like, oh, man, all the doors are locked and everything's closed up Well, now. they don't know that it's locked. They just see it closed. And this yeah. is the, then they go through the window that was opened in the beginning of the movie. Right. If you're sneaking around, why the fuck would you shine a flashlight on a house? I don't know. I would do that, too. He, like, points at the house. He's like, that's where we're going. Click, click. Like, why the fuck? I'll, she could be watching. What are you doing? Yeah. And then they go through the window. Um, and right when they go through the window, there's, like, a blood trail. That leads to a furnace, and when they open it up, Muffy's clothes are in there. I don't even think they're burned yet. No, they're just bloody. Burned. Yeah. Um, so then they are about to. They're looking around the rest of the basement, and then Kit sees markings on the wall, and it, it's like height measurements. And, and one says Muffy, on the other side says Buffy, and then Kit puts two together in her head. <gasps> the picture I saw—that's Muffy's sister, Buffy. It's not Muffy that did it. It's Buffy. Yeah. The vampire Slayer? And, yes. And then I think, oh my it, God. And then Rob moves the picture because it's the same picture that was in the bedroom. And then there's a head behind the picture. I think it's it's supposed to be Muffy's head, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, they see like a picture and it's got eyes looking at yeah. them. Not like the cat eyes. It's like real eyes. So he grabs like a pipe and he's like, like move it. And Kit's like, I can't move that painting. He's like, move the fucking painting. <laughs> so when she moves it, like it's Muffy's head and it falls down. And they catch it. And then they, like, run upstairs. Well, Buffy... Muffy? Oh, oh Buffy, yeah, Buffy's like, outside. the window and starts hammering the window shut. Yeah. So then girl. they're like, fuck, we need to go get these keys now. So they run upstairs to find the keys. The keys! And when they're looking for the keys up in the kitchen, they like, can't find where the fucking key rack is. And Buffy's at the door actively trying to open it up. So... Rob finally opens up like a pantry looking thing and finds the key rack. So he steps inside and when he goes inside, the door locks behind him. Mm-hmm. As he does that, Buffy gets un- to the door, unlatches the door and gets in and starts cornering Kit. Kit runs into the dining room and well, she's chasing her around. Yeah, she's chasing, she's stalking her with that. Yeah, but she knife. chases her like into the dining yeah, room. Yeah, into the dining room. And then the um, she like corners her everywhere. Kit tries to go. Like Buffy gets a little bit closer with the, this huge fucking knife. And she finally, like, she jumps up on the table and then jumps off the table and stabs at Kit but misses and hits the door behind Kit. Mm. So Kit opens up the door that leads to the living room and runs through. And everyone's there. Yeah, then everyone's there. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, everyone's there alive. It's like like picturesque. Everybody's just, like, sitting there nice and quiet. Not talking, no noise. And then it cuts back to Rob. And he's, like, (laughs) freaking out. Dude, he's a little (gasps) bitch boy. He's not just breathing I, heavy. I love you. Yeah, he's I love you. the whole time. Kid. No, kid. No. I love you, kid. <laughs> Dude, that latch is so fucking small. If he gave it one kick, he'd break down that fucking pantry door. Yeah. That little fucking bitch. And then when it opens, Buck comes out with like the... And the slaps him in the face with like, um, I guess, a fake eye. Yeah, he like has... So Buck pops out from like behind Rob. And Rob swings at him and misses and punches the wall. And Buck, like, takes the prosthetic of his eye hanging out, takes it off because it's not fucking real, and 
puts it but to what, Rob's face. What I think is so funny is he's like, he's like, oh, no, 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 no. and he's like, he stops screaming for half a second, and as soon as Buck rips it off his face, he's like, ah! he screams even more. I'm like, yo, this dude's so. And then he slaps him with it, and it's on like his face. He did, yeah. he, he, and then he did the cheese thing to him. Yeah, and then when he runs into the room, it's completely over the, his eye, like perfect. <laughs> so like they move, yeah. It, yeah. Well, yeah, the, oh I, the continuity era, yeah. Um, before Rob runs out there, like uh, Kit, like looks around at everyone. She's like, "Ha ha, real funny guys!" And then everyone busts out like laughing at her, and they're like, "So when Rob comes out, he like sees everyone still alive, and he's like, "What the fuck is like happening?" And um, Buffy pretty much explains everything that's going on. She's not Buffy. She's Muffy. And then Skip's like, oh, that's my bro- my sister. Well, Muffy says like, because they say, oh, so there's no Buffy? And he's like, she's like, oh, well, there's a sibling, but it's not a sister. It's a brother. And they look at Skip, they're like, you're her brother? And he's like, yeah. I couldn't ruin it. <laughs> and they're like, so you were in on the whole thing? He's like, yeah. And they're like, the constable? And it's really Muffy's uncle. Yeah, Frank or something like that. And... The uh, ferryman was really the ferryman. He just agreed to like help them with the yeah. whole prank kind of thing. Yeah, I guess he doesn't real, care like, about the overtime. Yeah. <laughs> and Muffy explains that she is going to be given the house as part of her inheritance if she can prove that she can pay for the taxes and everything to maintain the house. So her idea was to create an inn, but not just a regular inn. It's like a who's done it kind of yeah inn. murder mystery yeah so there's a theme to the inn and she's like but I mean the scenarios we go through aren't going to be as extreme then why the fuck would you practice that yeah and she's like but Kit and Robbie you guys did great you you figured everything out you like took in all the clues and they're like what the fuck are you talking about the clues and like she's like the picture and like the markings on the wall you figured it all out I have a fucking question all these fucking clues oh and um who. Oh, Buck, he's a prop maker, right? Yeah, he's the, one that, he's the And he's the one that came up with all the fucking heads. He said yeah. they were old props he had. He yeah, just yeah. used pictures of them to, like, make their faces out of them. So, like, the heads in the fucking well were fake. And he says, like, um, something about scaring the crap out of... Oh, no. Arch says, like, oh, you nearly scared the crap out of me in the woods. And the ferryman's like, almost. I was in the woods. And, he, and they're like, <laughs> you browned your pants? Dude, yeah. Arch shit his fucking pants. <laughs> Arch got, yeah, and he's like, I couldn't account for the sta- sta- snake, though. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he had shit in his pants, dude. That's the fucking realness. Um, so, yeah, then they all start like having a good time partying. But to me, the thing, I guess we'll talk about it later. But So they're all partying, popping champagne, drinking, all having a good fucking time. And then it cuts to... Muffy going to her room, walking into her room, all fucking drunk. Takes the noose off the wall. Yeah, she like pulls down the noose that's still hanging, and she sits, or she goes to sit on her bed, and she sees a present there, because April Fool's Day is her birthday. That's why she was having a party to begin with. Yeah, and she unwraps it, and it's a Jack in the Box, the one that looks exactly like the one in the basement for when she was little. So she sits on the bed and she starts winding it slowly, starts winding it, and when it goes to pop, she stops. Sets it next to her. She thinks for a second. It's like, fuck it. And she grabs her real quick and starts whining it. And when it pops, the jester pops out. Someone grabs her from behind and slits her throat. Nan. Yeah, and it's it's Nan. Slits her throat. And she's like, oh my god. Ah, ah. And then Nan shows her. It was just a prop knife. Fake. April Fool's. April Fool's. Cuts to the jester. April Fool. And it winks. 
Catch the jester from the Jack in the Box, and it winks. Yeah, I just said that. The end. And that's April Fool's Day, 1986. Oh, yes. So, Rob, what'd you think about it? Let's start with you. Oh, man. Um, I don't know. I had mixed feelings on it. I was going back and forth because I was like, right out the get-go from that first uh, quote-unquote, you know, fake-out kill with the knife. I was like, oh, my God, is this the kind of movie that I'm in for? I really don't know what I signed up for. Uh, the dialogue was just so ridiculously cheesy and over the top. I mean, the movie is a giant cornball fest, 110% through. And I, I don't know. I guess after a while, you get kind of mad. I, I got kind of mad at it at times because I was like, this is, I felt like it was a little boring at times for me. But I guess now that I'm looking back on it full spectrum, it's pretty good that it, Despite all the times that April fools me, I did not expect the ending. And I literally, when it, when they, when they, when Kit backed up into that living room, and the, uh, all the people were standing around. I was like, "Is Kit dead? Like, is this like an afterlife sequence? Like, what what is happening?" I, I, I it took me a few minutes, and then slowly, I'm like. Is this really an April Fool's joke? <laughs> Are th- is this for real right now? Is the movie going to do me dirty like this? Yeah. And when they followed through it, I was like, you know, I want to be mad, but good for you, movie. Good for you for committing to this and just following through with this all the way on this absolutely absurd and ridiculous plot. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say the movie is a great movie. It's not. I think it just kind of makes it as a good movie. I think it's funny. I think it's over the top. I think it's a quintessential 80s film. I have to agree with the soundtrack. The soundtrack is very 80s. Love it. So it's hard for me to score this one. I think I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Um, It's not really... I think it's a cool little twist at the end. The whole thing being an April Fool's joke. It doesn't really work for me. But it really got me. But I think uh, to me the funniest part of the film is definitely... Uh, Rob screaming in the closet at the end and how he just starts becoming an absolute mess. He's a bitch boy. <laughs> Straight up, he's a fucking bitch boy. 100%. Um, I was going to say my favorite kill, but there's no body count. Yeah, there really is no kill. There's no kill. So my favorite April Fool's prank, I guess we'll do that for this, cause, right? Because there's no body count. Sure, if you want. The body count never rose. It's upsetting. But yeah, um I guess my favorite prank has to be the end. Just the the kind of like the big reveal to Kit and Rob, how that all that out like blew up in front of their face cuz like I said it it was you think that, like, after being pranked so many times in this film, at the very end, your instant instinct would be like to, oh, great, it's an April Fool's prank. But, like, they did a good job of, of in between pranks, lulling me into a sense of, oh, my God, this is real. And that final one was really good for me. Um, my least favorite, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of the well sequence. It was I right. Didn't really do it for me. Nobody died at the well sequence. But I mean, like the discovery of like the dead uh, bodies, because that, that counts as a prank, right? 
I guess. But then wasn't she in on it? Or did like she get these people individually in on it as time went by? Yeah, that's what they said. Because when they during the big reveal, um, they were like, like I think Kit says, "Were you all like part of this?" And then Nikki's like, "No, no, we all got pulled into it just as much as you did." Like as time went along. Yeah. So I don't think they none of them knew what was happening going into it. Yeah. Even um, Skip says at one point he's like. I I didn't even know. He goes, I didn't know. Like, I was in on the beginning to get you guys here and all that, but I didn't even know the stuff that was going to happen with Buck. Yeah. I think at the end of, I think at the end of the day with this movie, um, it's a really, it's a real cornball of a movie. I, I, I would say definitely, if you haven't, if you haven't seen it, give it a watch. There's not many films that I'm ever going to sit here and say, maybe a few that I'm going to say, like, don't waste your time. So this is definitely a film. Give it a watch. It's it's fun. It's goofy. It's got some pretty quirky characters that I like, and honestly, it was a different type of plot for a horror movie. I give it I give it a uh, I give it two thumbs up for at least trying to do something a little different. So that's where I stand on it. Uh, okay. Kyle. So originally, when I started, again, like Rob, like uh, with the whole skip and arch thing, and then it turned out to be like. April Fool's joke. I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, this is what we're doing. And then it went straight to Buck, who got, like, his fucking face fucked up. I was like, okay, this is a little bit more wild than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, I did notice that they were doing a lot of cutaway for the kills, but I thought maybe that had something to do with money more than anything else. I did like the movie, and then when it came to the big reveal at the end, I said, okay, this shit sucks. When I first saw it, I, so watching it, like, already thinking, like, oh, what I was going to give it, I was like, this is probably like 7 out of 10, like first slasher kind of thing. I was like, this is pretty cool. And then the big reveal, I said, okay, this isn't as cool as I thought it was. And I was going to give it a 5 out of 10. But then later on that night when I was going to sleep, I was like thinking about it more. I was like, actually, this is like a really good movie. I kind of really like it. So I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 again. Uh, as I watched the whole Buffy, Muffy thing reminded me of fucking Blood Rage. You also watched this twice, too. Yeah. Like the matter of a day. Right, but that has nothing to do with the rating I gave it or anything like that. Um, but the first time I saw it, I was thinking like, "Oh, this kind of reminds me of like Blood Rage." This is—it's almost too obvious that like, "Hey, there's twins." Like, and I thought I felt like it was being forced f- fed to you, so that was kind of like eh, to me. But I think in the end, it all worked out because like they got me. I did not ex- like I didn't expect it at all. Um, the only things that really was weird to me is. So Skip knows what's happening. He knows why he's bringing everyone there. Why did he have a kill sequence? Why? I mean, he really thought that he fucked up Buck. So he really did get drunk because he really was upset about that. But he didn't spoil everything for everyone else because he knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Why did they show a kill thing for him, though? Why? And that that's the only part that I don't understand. That I, I just don't get it at all. But uh, the score is good. I actually really like all the music that plays in it. I think that it is very original. I highly recommend this movie. Um, my favorite kill prank, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't have any because it's all cutaways. I don't know how to judge any of it. it none of it's really standout-ish. Um, I think the fact that they have props of all of them ahead of time is bullshit. There's a lot of, a lot wrong with when you get into thinking about this movie, but it's a fun movie. I, I would probably watch it all the time. I wish they had it on Blu-ray. I would buy it. It's one that I would actually buy. 
Uh, I'll probably watch this quite often. Fuck, when Rob was saying something, I I had a fact and I f- totally forgot. I don't know. Was it about the well? No. I don't I don't remember. You can go. What's up, Mark? Marky Doodle went to town. It was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was April good. Fool's <laughs> joke. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so as I was watching this, I'm sure we same thing with the we're all on the same thing with the boat when Skip gets hit with the knife and it's like oh April Fools I'm like all right what the fuck dog and then you see what as you said too like Buck gets like fucking smashed with the boat and it's like that's overboard like his face is all fucked up I'm like oh my god yeah this is about to be brutal as fuck and then they um they show uh Skip I guess is the first fake kill and I'm like okay this movie this movie's gonna suck. And then it, it became too obvious for me, like that Muffy was the killer, I guess. Right. And I'm like, okay, this is. But when it all came together, I liked it. Like, I liked the ending. The only thing that doesn't make sense to me, like you said, with um, if Skip was in on it, why they have a kill? Wouldn't Buck and the sheriff be in and on it too? Why was why wouldn't they, the sheriff call? He was in the hospital. Yeah, I saw people complain about that too. That doesn't make sense. But it, he could have called from anywhere. Yeah, and that's why if you think about it too much, some of the that's shit, what I'm saying. So loopholes. once you, th- st- but yeah. I can sit here and I start thinking of other stuff like, why did this happen? Why did that happen? Yeah. When there's no need to. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed it. I recommend it. It's um, I've always heard about this movie and knew it was kind of like a murder mystery type of thing, but I didn't know the whole ending of it, like how it was like that, and it was like a joke. I still enjoyed it. I would give it a seven out of ten too. Um. I don't have any fake prank, favorite pranks or anything like Rob did, but yeah, that's about it. And that's April Fool's Day, nineteen eighty-six. Yeah. So what I remember now. So because it had so many cutaways and it, there weren't actual kills on mm-hmm. screen, this just get played on TV all the time because pretty much any channel could play it. Yeah. And it got like a big cult following because of that. Yes. And I can honestly see why. I remember I read that too. Yeah. Oh, and I kind of ruined it for myself. Because you did the cast and it said Muffy Buffy. Yes, and also one of like the first pictures I saw when I looked up April Fool's Day is was the guy kissing the head. Yeah, so I knew that that scene didn't happen yet and it was going to come. I just didn't know how, yeah. but I knew it was Chaz and I knew he was kissing like a head. So I thought, but so originally I thought that they were trying to psych you out, like with the whole Muffy Buffy thing, like she has a twin, but the real killer was Chaz. Yeah, so I did kind of the same thing when I looked at the cast and I said Muffy Buffy. I'm like clicked away. Yeah, and then when I also Googled. April Fool's Day, and I saw him kissing the head. Yeah. I thought it was just a behind-the-scenes photo, so I said, okay, someone's getting their head cut off. Oh. Uh, so. Yeah. I honestly thought that he'd be the killer, and he was like a psychopath, and that's why he had the camera the whole time. Yeah. So I was still surprised at the end, but like I also knew there was more shit coming. That, yeah. So. But, uh, yep. So that wraps up that movie. And Kyle has the next pick. Coming soon to a theater near you. So my next pick will be The Innkeepers from 2011. Do you know the story of Madeline O'Malley? She was the woman that died here in the hotel. She hung herself after her fiancé stood her up on their wedding day. And ever since then, people have reported seeing the ghost of Madeline O'Malley roaming the hallways waiting for her lover. Some say she's even looking to take up a new one. 
this is our last weekend open, so we've got to find some proof that My Little Mallet really exists before this place closes down. I have my microphone so we can make do with EVP investigations. Yes, I'd like a room for the night. Since the hotel is practically empty, we might have a good chance of making some real contact. What was that? with the spirits in this hotel? I can help you do that. What do they want? To live. You mustn't go down into the basement. Never even heard of it. Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. So the reason I picked this, it was I've been. Is this what um, that guy has Parkinson? Michael J. Fox. Yeah, is he in this? No. Oh. It's Sarah Paxton. I think's her name. That's the girl R- from R.I.P. Bill Paxton. That's the girl from um, Last House on the Left, right? And Aquamarine. Yes. I believe so. So, the reason I decided to choose this, I couldn't think of a movie to do next, but. Uh, you in, said 2011? Yeah. It says 2012. No, it's 2011. So you might want to relook that. Um, the reason I chose this movie is because two days in a row, I've never heard of this movie, and then two days in a row, two separate people posted about this movie on Instagram, and they said it's like it's paranormal kind of, and I don't like paranormal shit, Either but they right. said it was actually really good. Yeah, my brothers are, you know, my brothers are like big paranormal film guys. And uh, they, they probably like shitty movies, that's why. Probably. Probably got but, shit in their pants, But they too. did say, they, they've both seen this and they both said good things. Yeah, apparently it's like really good. So, um, that's the next pick. And that's just about it. If you want to f- email us. Don't we have a review? Do you want to sure. check for some reviews? Yes, we do have a review. Um, Almost forgot. Well, I was gonna do it after. Oh my bad! No, it doesn't. It doesn't redo that. No, 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 it doesn't matter. We could we could read it now. So we have one new review on Apple Podcast. Please, please, please give us reviews and rate us five stars. It helps us so fucking much. You don't understand. Um, for new podcasts, it really helps our name get out there on Apple Podcasts. Uh, so today's review comes from the username TrustFew. Trust has two T's, so I guess that person can't spell. Um, (laughs) The title is All-Inclusive Horror Podcast. It reads, I have to admit, I'm not a huge fan of horror movies in general. There are a couple I like, but they're not my usual cup of tea. I also have to admit that these guys are my homies. Regardless of that, (laughs) these these guys still do an excellent job of putting out a quality podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts of all different types. This one is professionally done with great intro and follows a consistent layout for the show. 
The guys are interesting and offer a lot of good insight on horror movies. Kyle, you're an awesome host, and it's a gifting it's a gifting you have to take that lead. I don't know what that's supposed to say, but <laughs> I'll just take it. Look, thanks, man, whatever you say. Uh, Mark, you're incredibly knowledgeable and bring some quality humor. Rob, you're very transparent about your horror experiences <laughs> and bring an educated view to the podcast. Aww, so Two nice. things I have to address. One, you play way more Fortnite in WWE than you say on the show, <laughs> and you need to acknowledge that. <laughs> Two, you better be cracking non-alcoholic cold ones or I'm calling the cops. Love you, dudes. Keep up the quality work. To all visitors reading this, if you're considering checking out this podcast, do it. You won't regret it. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate oh you, man. Oh, my God. Love oh you, Mike my J. God, Mike. You're the man. At Mike J. Or what is it? All Mike J all day? What the fuck was it? Yeah, Mike J. Mikey J all day. I don't remember. And we also had someone uh, write to us on Instagram. So I'll read that. I'm assuming that they're okay with it. And if they're not, then tough luck because I'm reading it anyway. <laughs> so this one came to us from Jason Hill 63 on Instagram. He randomly wrote one day, which we accept messages to on Instagram. You can always message us. We'll talk. Unless it's one of the fake porn ones. That We'd like those too, though. Check uh, out my cam site. <laughs> but this came from Jason Hill 63. He said, hey, guys, just wanted to pop in and say I really enjoyed the Puppet Master episode. Definitely helps my day, uh, my work day listening to you guys. So we appreciate that. It's awesome to hear shit like that, honestly, because I know I listen to podcasts at work and it helps me get through the day. So the fact that we can just give that to somebody else is a fucking big deal to us. We all appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Glad we can get you through your grind, man. Uh, and if you guys want to write to us, you can always email us at vintagehorrorpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at vintagehorrorpodcast. Or you can tweet to us, even though nobody has and we've never tweeted. You could always tweet to us at VintageHorror underscore. And that's everything for us. See you next time. Bye.